0: Okay, so I've been saying how crazy it is that it's already spring, but you know what that means? That means next up is summer. I know, so strange, but it's coming up quick. I personally love a wax any time of the year, but especially during those summer months, waxing really is just a must-have for me, and I know a lot of my girlfriends do it too. So when it comes to waxing, I'm a big fan of European Wax Center because when you go there, you get the best by the best. Their certified wax specialists are trained in prepping, protecting, and pampering your skin, all very important things. And did you guys know that as the experts in wax, European Wax Center is also the expert of skin? I really believe it's important to exfoliate, moisturize, take care of all of that beautiful skin all over your body. And I love that European Wax Center knows how important that is too. So they just released an all new line of products that are specifically designed to pair with waxing. These new products make the best wax even better. And when you do over 7.5 million bikinis a year, um, wow, you know you're getting only the best. Plus they've added enhanced health and hygiene measures for extra confidence and care. European Wax Center is so confident that you'll love the service and products that they're offering all first-time guests their first wax free. Visit waxcenter.com to book your reservation today. Check out the new line of products and remember that first wax is free.
1: The New York Jets blew it. They don't even know how to lose properly. Uh, AOC got vaccinated. Thank goodness. Um, Cam Newton stunk again. And I hate Charlie Woods. Uh, I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast brought to you by DCU. Do you love your car but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU, and they can help lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate, or both. Applying is easy, and their loan experts who will help you find the loan term of the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at slash refinance, insured by NCUA. Membership required. All right, Callahan. Let's go. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. What else can you say about the New York Jets, uh, Turtle Boy? Uh, they are bad, even bad at being bad. They they don't even know how to lose properly. I know you're happy. I know you're uh rooting for Trevor Lawrence to end up in Jacksonville, which is no fun at all, but uh, that was comical watching the Jets blow it, knowing that all the knowing all their fans, and they got lots of fans, and the fans are frustrated, but they just wanted one thing: they wanted to lose out. They wanted zero sixteen, and uh, the Jets go out there, beat the Rams, who, by the way, beat your uh, your Patriots, uh, and now the Jets are the uh, are are a long shot to land Trevor Lawrence. On Saturday, we got to see Trevor Lawrence. Maybe possibly steal the uh, the Heisman, uh, which I didn't think was possible. But no, it's we got not. to see we got to see how damn good he is, and he is a uh, generational talent. He's the most hyped number one pick since Peyton Manning. He's going to be great. He was all set to head to the jets held in new york all he had to do all they had to do was lose their final three games and they were they were big underdogs they were 17 point underdogs yesterday but <laughs> this is the biggest upset they've had since the super bowl with joe namath uh, against baltimore the biggest the, the last time they won while being uh, 17 point underdogs uh, was whatever that was 40 years 50 years ago 50 years ago um and now they have a 26 percent chance of landing Trevor Lawrence. They was, now I know it's 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 basically a certainty, but he didn't a hundred percent
2: confirm that he was going pro, right? Like it's, it's, he did not. He did not. not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Maybe if the Jets did uh, potentially get the spot, he would have said, "Maybe I'll
1: stay back." I, I hear that for people. There's no way he's yeah. coming out. He would have. He would have made it seem like a, a, a good thing. He's going to New York, and it's a challenge. And by the way, he'll have a new coach. They will even, uh, they would even uh, flirt with Dabo Sweeney, his college coach, and would do whatever it takes, but they would have gotten him. He's going pro. He's going to be a Jacksonville Jaguar. They have a, what is it, a 70% chance of getting him. The Jacksonville Jag- 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 Jaguars have the Bears and the Colts. They can obviously lose them both. Uh, the Jets have the Browns and the Patriots. And, uh, the Jaguars' one win is against the Colts, though, Jerry. Yeah. Well, you know what? I like this though. I I have to say, here's the, here's what you have going for you. If you're Adam Gase or whoever, who's the coach in Jacksonville? Uh, Doug Marone, Doug Marone, former bills coach is if you're those guys, you have one edge, one advantage, you have a great rallying cry. If you're giving your pregame speech and you're Adam Gase yesterday, before that game, you say, Everybody wants us to lose, including our own fans. The whole world is against you. Coaches love to play that disrespect. The world is against us card, even if they have to make it up. Well, this time they didn't have to make it up. He got to he get to tell the truth. Everybody wants you to lose. Everybody wants to see us go winless, to see us go 0-16. What do you say, boys? And they and they played hard. I mean, they played, obviously. They played hard. They had the they had a, a lead, and it felt to me like they were going to blow it. And they didn't. They blew the pick. They didn't blow the game. They blew that pick. They're not getting Trevor Lawrence. And you know what? You, you think Sam Darnold stinks? They better get used to him because Sam Darnold's their quarterback going forward. It was comical watching them blow this game. I mean, they can't even tank, right, Jerry? I mean, I, I mean, they had it all set up, man. All they had to do was lose their final three, and they get the next Peyton Manning. I mean, if we were in a division, the Patriots have
3: no future right now. There's no plan. There's nothing. If we were in a division with Josh Allen, Tua, and Trevor Lawrence, we'd be in serious trouble for a number of years, Jerry. So this is a great day for Patriots fans. It's true.
1: you're right. Josh Allen's so good right now. I think he'll finish third in the MVP voting. He looked in the MVP and the way he's playing right now, he's got a just as good an argument as Mahomes and uh Rogers, in my yeah. opinion. Uh, he he looked great. I mean he doesn't have the numbers they have, but uh, he's you know he's he's just a perfect fit up there and he's just a tough guy and he's fun to watch. Um, they they the Tua, by the way, sucked yesterday. I mean he wasn't as bad as Cam Newton, but he wasn't very good. Um, he got that he got the win Miami beat the Patriots the Patriots. Now have been eliminated from the playoffs for the first time since, uh, 2008, since, since, uh, let's see, since George Bush was president in the white house. I mean, he just, uh, Obama just won, but, but Bush was still in the white house. The last time the Patriots missed the playoffs, they're going to end up with a losing record for the first time since pre Brady, since, um, since two thousand, since in twenty years, are going to beat the Bills next week? Uh, they they got the uh, right. The, no, no. And then and then, by the way, what if the it all comes down to the Patriots Jets? Would Belichick find a way to lose to the Jets if it meant keeping Trevor Lawrence out of the division? Would he Would he do that? Absolutely. You think he would? I don't. One hundred percent, wouldn't you? I was well, sure, but he won't. He wouldn't. And and by the way, he's not going to have to. He, the, he's off the hook. The, the Jets blew it. I mean, I, I think if you're Jacksonville, you know how important this is. I mean, you get the, you get the, the, the franchise quarterback you need. And what we see every day and when you, every week is how important franchise quarterbacks are. They're everything. Everything. I mean, they mean everything. And here you have a chance. And, and they might draft uh, Justin Fields anyway and get their quarterback and get rid of Sam Darnold anyway. But you watch. Trevor Lawrence is going to be great. He's going to be great. He is great. He's got everything. He just, he's like the prototype. The Colts have tanked. They tanked uh, a couple of times. Let's be honest. They tanked, they got Peyton Manning and then they got Andrew luck. I mean, he quit, but they, they knew what they were doing. They lost on purpose. It was the most blatant tank job ever when they uh, gave it up for, for luck or what it was the term suck for luck when they suck for luck. It's not that hard. All you got to do is lose games.
3: Yeah, but the problem is that in the NFL, unlike really any, like you are, all the players are playing for their contracts next year. They're playing for things. The coach is playing for his job. There's no incentive for anybody on the team that year to lose because they're probably not going to be on the team next year.
1: Right. I, I know. If you're firing the coach and they are. It's true. There's nobody in that locker room who wants Trevor Lawrence. They probably like Sam Darnold, too. They probably think, you know, we're good. We got our quarterback. He's a good guy. They probably think, you know, we we, we don't need that first pick. Um, and and they, this gives them real incentive to go out and play their ass off. I mean, they'll probably finish one in 15. One in 15 is not going to be good enough. And w- which brings me back to, you know, the tank for Trevor talk with people in the offseason or early in this season in New England said they should tank they should get the top pick and i'm saying do you realize how hard that is to do you got to go you got to win one game at most two games i did it i i in the last 10 years i think it was 10 years i did the average wins for the team that got the top pick was like 1.3 <laughs> if you win twice you blow your chance to get the top pick, and people thought Belichick was going to do that. Was going to go one and fifteen or zero and sixteen. The Jets are going to go one and fifteen and not get the top pick. They don't even know how to suck. That's how bad the. That's how bad it is to be a, a Jets fan. Your team doesn't even know how to suck properly. I don't you think. Have, I don't think we thought Belichick would pull that.
2: We sorry, but I don't think we we thought as I say it, Belichick would pull that, but. I don't think anybody thought they'd be as competitive per se. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, we're just in no man's land. <laughs> we were oh, no, 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 no.
1: every game. You're, you're, you're totally in no man's land. And you yeah. know what? You're going to, yeah. if if the Jets, I mean, clearly the Jets, are, are, they, like I said, 26% chance of getting that pick. But if they did, you'd be going against Trevor Lawrence, Tua, and, and Josh Allen for the next 10, 12 years. You'd Josh be, Allen is going to be a problem, Jerry. It's, he's so. Know.
3: He's so freaking – like he makes something – he's so fun to watch too. The Bills are going to win the Super Bowl this year.
1: Trust me. They're going to trust win Super you. Game. You're going to trust. pick the Bills? And I have to trust you. They're going to beat yeah, Kansas City. The AFC championship game will be better than the Super Bowl. Um, wouldn't it be
3: so fitting the one year the Bills win the Super Bowl is the year that none of their fans can go to the games. Right, right.
1: Well, not not all, none of their fans. Andrew Cuomo says he's going to go if they make the Super Bowl. Yes, Andrew Cuomo announced he wants to go there, be there for his team. Can you – I mean, is that not the height of, of just gall? This asshole saying, I'm going to go uh, – I want to attend a Bills game. I've attended them in the past, he said. Mm-hmm. Uh it, This is just incredible. You almost sense the energy and the optimism and the confidence, the way they played Saturday. And Josh Allen was unbelievable. This is Andrew Cuomo. The guy who shut down New York, the most – I mean, I don't know if he's the most hated governor in uh, the United States, but he's got to be, you know, top him, There would be no NFL this year. Here's what I I think about this all the time, mostly watching college games, like watching uh, Saturday. They weren't great games, but watching Clemson, Notre Dame, Alabama – There were a lot of people, I mean, millions of people who were saying, shut it all down. You can't play. You can't take a chance. And I'm thinking, I don't care how many games get canceled or guys get sidelined or uh, games that have to be played in empty stadiums. There's no argument now. I mean, when you look back, they they did not have a, a good argument against it. It was just more, you know, panic porn. Let's not do this because somebody might get sick. Well, now... Looking back, how absurd was it that – how oh. absurd is it that they canceled lots of college football games? And who saved college football, Jerry? Who saved college football? I would say uh, the SEC, Donald the, H- Trump. The South and Donald Trump. Clay and, Travis. Clay the, Travis organized
3: and Donald Trump invited Kevin Warren to the White House, by the way, for a right. summit to get the Big Ten to play again. Like, he was leading that charge to get the Big Ten to play. The Big Ten plays, the, Pac-10 just, the Pac-12 just copies them. But, yes, the SEC set this tone – Thank God for the South. Thank God for the red states. Without them, like right. they pressured the Big Ten. Because if you're Justin Field in the Ohio State and you're watching Trevor Lawrence play, you're like, why can't we play?
1: Yeah, you know, right. is- he, he he started it. Remember, he, he and a few other players started the "Let Us Play" campaign, the hashtag. <clears throat> but the problem was that the and and it, it's the problem they often have is the media, the sports media, as is, is as woke as the political media. I mean, ESPN is every bit as liberal, as radical as MSNBC or CNN. <clears throat> and everybody on, on, on ESPN was rooting against the return of not just college football, but the NFL. They wanted, as I've said many, many times, including this weekend, they were rooting for the virus. They were rooting sure. for, for the virus to wreak havoc on college football. They were rooting for football to be canceled in any way possible. And every time – you know, a team – you can go back and look on Twitter. A lot of these, uh, you know, these woke ESPN types and, you know, these around-the-horn guys, they would tweet out every time a team would have a positive test. They'd say, oh, here it is. You know, just, you can't I'm play. Arguably, can't.
3: Two of the college football's biggest stars, Nick Saban and Trevor Lawrence, both got coronavirus during the year, and yet they survived. Yes. The, the, college, the sport survived. They personally survived. It's really not that big of a deal. <laughs> like. Uh, what are we hiding
1: from? It, 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 truly, I mean, hell, I, I look at it this way, Turtle Boy. Uh, uh, Harvey Weinstein survived. Chris Christie survived. Rudy Giuliani oh, right. survived. Can about him for just a moment? Did you see his stupid video telling people, guys? I thought
3: I, I, I shouldn't have taken my mask off. I was on a ventilator. Oh, you guys should, should be wearing yeah. masks. Time out. Time out. Why are we being lectured about morbidly obese troglodytes by <laughs> like Chris Christie telling me? To wear a mask? How about I tell you, Chris Christie? You wouldn't have ended up on a ventilator if you hadn't eaten Big Macs for twenty years straight. Why are we being lectured about health from fat people? What is I I, I can't enough of it. I can, I'm so sick of it.
1: it. It is it is maddening listening to someone like Chris Christie um, tell us. You know, well, first of all, you're allowed to take the mask off while you eat, which means Christie, <laughs> which means that's gonna be a problem for Christie. Which means Christie never wore a mask. So I mean, his situation's a little different from ours. But I'm going to get to the uh, the warnings uh, and the and the examples these uh, our politicians are setting because I don't know if you heard, but the vaccine is uh, is has been has been rolled out, and um, I think we're we're seeing lots of great examples of people who are unafraid to take it. But I'll I'll get to that first. I want to. Um, Look at what Tom. Uh, look at what Tom Brady did just. Yes. First of all, the Patriots again eliminated from the playoffs for the first time in 2008. Brady was asked about it and didn't say anything. He just said, uh, "That's their business. I got my business." I just looked at this. Tom Brady was down 17 nothing at the half. You saw that score, and then you saw who he was losing to, the Atlanta Falcons, and just kind of chuckled. The, the Falcons are the biggest loser, and the Jets aren't as big a losers as the Falcons. Would you agree with that? They're, the Falcons are pathetic. Because I mean, the Falcons are good from time to time, and the Jets, when they're bad, they're as bad as it gets. At least right. they know they right? right. They're a laughing stock. The Falcons are down, are up 17-0. They blow it. Tom Brady in the second half yesterday threw for 320 yards in the second half. I believe that's about what Cam Newton's thrown for the season. Um, but we, we said... Oh, is that more or less than what he did in the second half of the Super Bowl? That's a good question. It's got to be less because it's a record. I was just looking at the uh, – he set all kinds of records. He threw for 320 yards, the most in a half by a Tampa quarterback in uh, 30 years. I don't know why that matters. It's the most by any quarterback in the second half this season. He's two touchdowns from breaking the club the team record for touchdown passes. He's nine and five. He's heading to the playoffs. He looked great, obviously, in the second half yesterday. And in in New England, we heard I think it was I don't know, six, seven weeks ago, maybe two months ago. People said become a pioneer. What what are you playing?
3: Oh, sorry. It was one of those ESPN auto ads came up. I'm trying to read Tom Brady's stats, and ESPN doesn't. Yeah, I just I just read them to you. But I'm trying to I'm trying to compare this year to previous years for Brady. I'm wondering how this ranks in his career, his stats this year, because he's like,
1: uh, it's it's. I mean, obviously he's had years. Obviously, when he had 50 touchdown passes, or he's won, you know, the unanimous uh, MVP, I believe, in 2010 or 11. I mean, he's had spectacular years, but he's. He's forty three and he's I mean they were marveling at Larry Fitzgerald yesterday, got a touchdown pass at, at thirty seven. He's six years older than Larry Fitzgerald. It's it's remarkable. 37. That's crazy. Yeah, I know it is, because he takes hits too. I mean all receivers take hits. It's amazing he's lasted this long, I'm not sure. With one team. Right, with one right like ten years ago. And and that's true. That's true. It, it's and and he's playing with you know DeAndre Hopkins now, but uh, and he's kind of getting overshadowed. But Brady's second half, three hundred twenty yards, leads him to the win. He's going to lead them to the playoffs. They play Atlanta again, by the way, in the last game, and I don't know if it'll matter, but they'll embarrass Atlanta again. Atlanta's so pathetic. Um, but the, uh, I think it was two months ago, Turtle Boy and Dave. We heard people say, "Wow." Belichick did it again. I probably said it, did it again, because Cam Newton had like a good game. He had a great game against Seattle in defeat. So what was the rest of the NFL thinking? They let him go to New England for for no money, like punter money. Now do we know what the rest of the NFL saw when they looked at Cam Newton? Oh, yeah. Yes, he has the worst touch on short passes I think I've ever seen, like for a starting quarterback, obviously. You know, there's, there's backups and third stringers and that guy that, uh, you know, that uh, uh, he, looks like a rookie. he looks like he's got no NFL
3: experience. Just the decisions that he makes and stuff like that, like a, a, a grizzled NFL veteran makes good decisions. They, they understand the game. They know when to get rid of the ball. Cam Newton looks like
1: literally a rookie who's playing his first game every game. And he had no he had plenty of time in the pocket. I think they had two sacks with both of them where he was when he was holding onto the ball too long. They don't have – they the Dolphins didn't have any great pass rusher putting pressure on him. He just held the ball. You're right. He doesn't make quick decisions. And when he throws, like, off in the flat or dumps it off to a back, it's never accurate. You know, like, the, the backs don't catch it in stride. They're, it's behind them. It's below them. It's up here, down there. It's and, – and it's – that's a recipe. I mean, you can't do that in the NFL. You can't be – you can't make – slow decisions. You have to make quick decisions and you can't be inaccurate or you get your guys killed. And that's what he does. He looks terrible. If it weren't, you know, if, well, weren't a, a
2: chance, if they finally give Stidham the start, right. To end the season, which they, they absolutely should yeah, no, he right. may not even be a backup next year. <laughs> like right. I, He'd be lucky to get a backup job.
1: He will, but he'll be, he'll have to wait again till July and get a job backing up, you know, somebody second stringer, that's it. Nobody's looking at Cam Newton and say that's our starter. There's so many good young quarterbacks and the Patriots are the on the outside looking in because Stidham, I mean, we don't think he's gonna be a, a good NFL quarterback, do we? I mean if he were, know, Show but, our time's, we're but we're pissed I didn't give him
2: any opportunities now, knowing obviously what the
3: season looks like. He's, you know he, and, he can't be worse than Newton. Is he yeah. worse than Newton? Can't be. No, nobody's worse than Cam Newton when it comes to throwing. And by the way, Jerry, Tom Brady this year has already surpassed touchdowns uh on the patriots since 2015 he's already had more touchdowns in 14 games this year for the bucks than he has had in any year with the patriots since 2015
1: yeah good news for tom Brady. he's going to the pro bowl this year he's going to make the pro bowl which i'm sure he's very excited about but it is and and you know what it's all going to end and it's going to like he's not going to play forever he'll be maybe he'll be 45 but eventually it'll end but right now He's amazing. He threw a couple deep balls. Obviously, he hit Antonio Brown in stride uh, for a you deep love, ball. touchdown. Um, yeah,
2: who's not happy for Antonio Brown today? Wow. Back. I mean, what a what a great day! What a great it, day!
1: Yeah, he sucks. I can't stand uh, looking at Antonio Brown. But when you look at Brady, you say they let him go. They made a decision. They let him become a free agent. They granted him free agency. He just said you can leave now. Thanks for the twenty years. It's it's and I I, I know. Twenty years is is the is the fluke. You don't get guys to stay for twenty years. But what sense does it make looking back that they let Brady just walk out the door? It doesn't. It doesn't make sense at all. They get they didn't replace him. They got uh, they got a, a, a lousy starting I don't quarterback. Know why they did? Why you were the one that led
3: the charge? I didn't. I did no such oh, thing. Like, roll, roll the tape. It was the day after the Patriots lost. You are like, God, here we're, we can't have Tom Brady as a quarterback next year. What? Yeah, he's not the plan. We need to replace him. You said that. He's not gonna be back in the wind, wouldn't you? Heard it, you, were, heard
2: it. you were certainly not in the keep Tom Brady, like you weren't leading that charge. You right. you were kinda of wishy washy. You yeah. were like the guy's old, he's gonna get hurt. This is done. You know? That yes, was,
1: he was, he is. I mean, I, I thought they would replace him. I mean, I thought there would be some decent replacement. I was thinking a guy like uh, Teddy Bridgewater would be here, someone you know, who could play. I didn't think it would be Cam Newton, but I didn't lead the charge. It just, here's what they did. They just said, he's been a great soldier, a good soldier. He's been wonderful. So Kraft and Belichick said, let's let him leave. It just, it's strange when you think back, just let him leave. And, yeah. you know, yeah. he Tom brought, he wanted to prove he
3: could win without Tom Brady. And clearly it didn't go up. You uh, have to surround, you can't let everybody else go. Like the whole team went to Miami like, Detroit all of our best players and Gilmore's 30 he's pretty much done now I would think Edelman's done we got nothing there's no plan the
1: Harry, nothing. He, just, like,
3: he can't win
2: without Tom Brady however he was competitive with Cam Newton who looks like the worst football the worst quarterback in the history of the game he's pretty bad competitive. like if you put Teddy Bridgewater
1: there where are we right now
2: where are I don't we? know it's good
1: question. I mean you're six and eight, which it's hard to believe, six and eight after watching yesterday. But I guess, I don't know, seven and seven? You're not eliminated yet if you have Teddy Bridgewater. If you had. I think they'd They would have won the Denver game and probably could have picked up one more win in there somewhere. Um, so it's a good question. Where would you be with a half decent quarterback? God knows. Uh, you don't have one and you're not going to have one next year. And the Bills will have one. And, uh, the, the Dolphins will have one. I think, although Tua did not impress me yesterday. Dolphins apparently have a good coach. When you look at that team, that team, you know, they're, uh, they're what nine and five now. They're nine and five. Maybe finally the Belichick coaching tree has produced a decent head coach in Brian Flores. It's hard to believe that 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 team that we saw yesterday with that quarterback is nine and five, but they are. And they uh, beat up on the Patriots. Um, I'm looking at the um, is he coach of the year this year. Coach of the year this year. Um, I don't know. Got to be up there. I haven't given it yeah. a lot of thought. They
4: yeah.
3: were, I mean, didn't the dolphins last year start like Oh, and 10, they were the joke of the league last year. They were a contention to get the number one pick. And then he went on a streak at the end of the year with some Fitz magic. And I think they ended up like five and 11 and it's like, Oh man, maybe this team has some moxie. Maybe this team has some mojo. And clearly they do. Clearly they do. And they went out, they poached all of our best defensive players. They got Van Noy. Uh, Didn't they get that, that fat guy, Danny Shelton.
1: Atlanta Roberts and uh, Eric. Rowe and and sure. We'll give it to Brian Flores, even though he made that stupid uh, commercial before the first game about, uh, I don't know, Black Lives Matter, some one of these Black Lives Matter commercials that he was involved in himself as the head coach was a little strange. I'm um, looking at the numbers. We should, re- uh, you know, look at these every week just to marvel at how unproductive Cam-, Cam Newton has five touchdown passes in 13 games, five touchdown passes, 10 picks. He's trailing uh, Aaron Rodgers by 35. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers has 40. Russell Wilson has 37. Tom Brady has 32, and Cam Newton has five, five touchdown passes. God, that's insane. Has <laughs> that, that, that so ever been close to that? That is so bad. He is – uh he he, a he, job. That's crazy. That's he, crazy. He's, he's 36th in the league. The league has 32 teams, and he ranks 36th in touchdown passes. He has a 79.6 rating rating. Uh, Ten picks, like I said, twenty three hundred yards, which is about what Brady threw for yesterday. Um, it's been it's been a mistake, and but you know what? He is a snappy dresser, snazzy jazzy dresser, and he wears funny hats. And he apparently gives good interviews, so everyone's uh, happy about that. He won't be back. You've seen him for two more games, and that'll be it. The Cam Newton era will be over. I hope everyone enjoyed it, but uh, and the Patriots will not be in position to get either, um, uh, you know, obviously not Trevor. Roll, right I mean,
3: it, Bill Belichick has been dicking around in the draft since the beginning of time, and he's been bailed out by Tom Brady time and time again. He drafts long snappers in the fifth round. He drafted a kicker last year in the fifth round who didn't even make the goddamn team. Oh, that's uh, right.
1: Sony Michelle. Which well, was right. good because he had a tattoo of an American flag, and I hate right. those kind of guys. I was glad. You he also had-
3: can't he- kick. So that's a problem too.
1: Yeah. that yeah.
3: is. Come on Nick folk, by the way,
1: arguably the Patriots MVP this year, he scored all no, of our points yesterday. He's no, been no. Consistent. Forgetting turtle boy. Come on. You're forgetting about the punter. Let's go. The punter is yeah. your, your MVP race in new England team MVP, the punter and the kicker in either order. Those are your two, your two most valuable Patriots. That's what kind of year it's been. But, uh, at least the Jets lost. See, I was pissed. I wanted the Jets to get Trevor Lawrence. I think he'd be fun in New York just to see if he could survive the meat grinder in New York and bring that team back from whatever, 0-16. But it ain't going to happen. They blew it. They're stuck with Sam Donald and uh, Joe Flacco and whoever the coach is going to be. I don't know. But uh, it, I guess that was your uh, only good news if you're a New England Patriot fan. Cause the, cause, because she's Josh Allen... He's gonna be around for a while. He loves it there. They love him there. He's big and strong and tough He's as hell. Yeah, you know what? I, I, was,
2: I was just gonna say that. You know who doesn't give a shit about uh, a COVID right now? And I and I said this is the this is the worst year to be good at football. How about the thousands of fans who lined sure. up at the airport to see Josh Allen after the AFC Remember, East? It
1: was 20. at two two in the morning. They were at the <laughs> airport, uh, and it was like ten degrees, and it it was amazing. I I don't know how you can not like the Bills. Not Appreciate the bills. I'm, I'm, I'm for bills. bills. I'm, I'm with you. Let's root for the, bill. you want make the bills. Want to make the bills our team, Todd? Totally? Oh, yeah, uh,
3: yeah, absolutely. I should make the bills more than anybody. They literally ruined my teaching career, drove me out of business, right. pushed me into blogging, and I still like them.
1: Why you bet on them? Why did they ruin? Oh, you don't
3: know the Turtle Boy backstory, Jerry.
1: Yeah, uh, you,
2: you got to go. You got to go into the uh, deep cuts, Jerry. You got to get back there. Come on.
3: There would be no Turtle Boy without the Buffalo Bills and what those people did to me, and I, I still kind of hate them, but I kind of love them at the same time.
1: Okay, good. So we will all root for the Bills. Bills, Chiefs in the AFC title game. It'll be it'll be awesome, and uh, that'll be unfortunately uh, probably in Kansas City, and only one team gets a bye. So the Bills are gonna have to win three playoff games to get to the Super Bowl, which is too bad, but they're up for it. Um, and and Josh Allen is just, you're right, he's he's great to watch. But shows Mahomes, there's some great young quarterbacks, we just don't. Have one in New England. Hey, football fans, are you an Amazon Prime member? Well, this holiday weekend, Amazon Prime Video is the place to watch the NFL live with back-to-back games. On Friday, Christmas Day, the Vikings take on the Saints in an NFL Christmas special. Then on Saturday, the 49ers face the Cardinals in a divisional showdown. Only on Prime Video. Not an Amazon Prime member? Well, don't worry. Sign up for a 30-day free trial, and you'll get both games. And you can watch all the action on any device almost anywhere in the world. So this holiday weekend, relax, tune in, and enjoy the NFL on Prime Video. Friday, Viking Saints. Saturday, 49ers Cardinals. Coverage begins at 4 p.m. Eastern for both games with kickoff at 4.30, both on Prime Video. Friday's game is also available on NFL Network and Fox simulcast subject to change presented by Bud Light Platinum also available on mobile and in select markets. All right, we got to move on because I got to tell you why I'm decided to get the vaccine. But first we want to tell you that um, we're on Facebook live right now. And uh, as usual, turtle boys distracted looking at the comments. You're like Dale Arnold, always looking at the text line. You're looking at the comments, reading the comments, because those are half of them are your people. The turtle riders always show up on Facebook. Uh, but A. wants me to tell you that we're not going to do this forever, folks. If you want to um, listen, you're going to have to subscribe. You're going to have to get on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and all the places you get your podcasts and subscribe. We're going to have some video component. But uh, it ain't going to be Facebook Live forever, correct? For, for,
2: yeah, we don't know yet. So there's going to be some good news. I'm, I'm teasing your good news, Jerry, but you're going to have some good news in the very near future. And we don't know what that means for the live portion of this podcast You know, on any, on any platform, to be honest with you. So if you are watching this on Facebook Live or watching this on YouTube, get into the Apple Store, get into Spotify, and subscribe to this podcast because next Monday, we will not be streaming live here. That's my announcement.
1: The Apple Store, like the store at the mall, that's where you want that to go.
2: Whatever the Apple Podcast, go subscribe uh, at the and uh, the Apple Podcast app or Spotify.
1: Yes, good. For, yeah, because yeah. that Apple Store is crowded right now, man. You, you, can't, can't, get,
2: you can't. I was there uh, on Friday. You, you have to make an appointment for everything. For literally, right. you can't just go in and buy an iPad if you want. You have to have an appointment. It's horrific experience.
1: Yes, they, I mean, if when I when when I finally join with the looters, that's the place I'm starting the Apple Store. Wouldn't you say? If you're gonna loot. Wouldn't that be your first choice to go to the Apple store? Oh, I mean, it's
2: a, it's probably the most expensive items in in such a close vicinity. Like you, it's because it's
1: to,
3: like, you have to make an appointment at, so you never know when you're going to get in there next. So you might as well
1: loot it. As well. it. I mean, if you looted a jewelry store, I feel like everything would be locked down. You wouldn't be able to get the you know the good watches.
3: And you go into a jewelry store anytime and buy jewelry. Yeah, but you could accidentally have buy one of those stupid
2: like heart pendants that actually only cost like a hundred bucks versus <laughs> Apple, where like your minimum right out the gate is you're looking at two hundred fifty. Dollars worth of merch minimum yeah. at Apple.
1: Although if you steal a, a phone, don't you have to get service? Would you bring it into some other store and say, "I need service for my phone I just stole"? Yeah, you can figure out a way around that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. Yeah, um, but when, but we're not going to loot because you know we, our guy, you know what Joe Biden wants. So there'll be no more looting, and we're all getting the vaccine, so there'll be no more virus. And I got to be honest with you, Turtle Boy, I was nervous about this vaccine. You know, this I, I didn't know what was in it. I didn't know, you know exactly how it worked, and I said, gee, when they come knocking and say, you ready for the vaccine, I wasn't sure I was going to take it, but now that AOC told me it's safe, I feel like it's safe for her, it's safe for me, and and I was happy to see a 31-year-old, thin, healthy woman at the front of the line for the vaccines. Can can we, can we be honest right here? And can I tell you, in, in the, the year that we've been doing this, in the 10 months that we've been locked down, and all, through all the insane overreaction from our governors and mayors and political establishment, I don't think I've ever been as pissed as I was this weekend watching these self-serving hacks in Washington celebrate the fact that they got vaccinated When you know there are literally, literally tens of millions of senior citizens in nursing homes, and this is how my mind works, my brain works, is I see AOC or Marco Rubio or Ed Markey getting the vaccine, giving the thumbs up, celebrating. I think of World War II vets because there's still lots of them out there, obviously dying every day, but there are nursing homes with World War II vets. I think of the guy... I used to talk to this guy when I'd visit my mother in the nursing home. And uh, his his name was Joe. And he was a World War II vet who survived Normandy. And I just found it. And and I told him on the 70th, no, 75th, yeah, 75th anniversary of Normandy. I said, big day today, Joe. And, 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 you know, it's it's, um, anniversary of the invasion of Normandy. And and he said, wow, has it been 50 years? And I said, "Yeah, seventy. And he started crying. He, was, he couldn't believe that, that he was that old. It was very sad. And he just looked and walked away. And I think of him and, and him sitting in a room trapped, no, no visitors, no life, no nothing. And he has to wait while AOC gets a vaccine. Could someone help me out and explain this? I know I tweeted about it. And I know I had a, lots of reaction from people saying, oh, she's showing everyone it's safe. Is there really an American, one American, single American out there who feels differently about the vaccine, whose mind was put at ease because AOC
3: got the idea? Yeah, I don't think her followers are the ones that are hesitant about the vaccine in the first place. And uh, by the way, do, you know that like, based on your race, you can go to the front of the line?
1: I just yeah. don't get the vaccine. Correct. Another- I, I tweeted about that too. You, 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 uh, they want to, this is powerful people, political people, who want to do this partially based on race? That that uh, it uh, there's a Harvard professor who was quoted all over the place. I can get the 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 name, who said we must give it preference to brown and black people. I love that. Everyone else everyone else says brown and brown and black people. Yeah, no. because you know because it will level the playing field. That's what he said. It will level the playing field. In other words, we'll get more white people to die. <laughs> So well, no, because the way the virus is
3: racist, Jerry, it picks on Brown and black people and it goes after them. So they're more susceptible to it. So we have to protect them first. Although I, I feel like I, what about systemic racism? Wouldn't that prevent this from happening? How, if you get no,
1: to your skin, why We don't have systemic racism. We have the opposite. We have a system designed to quote, level the playing field. We have a system that gives preference in many ways. We know, uh, Uh, about affirmative action, we've seen it in action in the federal government and at the state level, we have the opposite of systemic racism. We have systemic anti-racism. But anyway, beyond that, this is the biggest – I don't say the biggest lie. It it is a big, big lie. These people, these vile people, on Friday I believe it was Liz Warren and Ned Markey, which set me off, but they're old, at least – And Liz, you know, we want to give preference to Native Americans. So Liz got to the front of the line. Reparations. And they say, oh, no. And they try to make it seem not that they're being selfish um, or being hypocritical. These are people who said, for the most part, you know, they wouldn't trust the vaccine. When Trump was promising a vaccine, they wouldn't trust it. Andrew Cuomo said, no, I won't trust it. I won't take it. Joe Biden said it. Kamala Harris said it. They would not trust a vaccine. if. Donald Trump was the one uh, pushing it, spearheading it. And now they are fighting with each other to get to the front of the line to get the injection. But it is such a lie. When they get this and people said, what the hell are you doing in the front of the line? They said, oh, we just want to show everyone to, to rest assured. You know, uh, ease your mind. Ease, you know, don't worry. You know, look, it's safe. There's not a single American who's looking at AOC or even Ed Markey or Marco Rubio and saying, Gee, I was really going to you know, uh, resist, but now that they did it, I'm going to do it. There are people this Christmas, there are tens of millions of elderly people trapped in nursing homes and assisted living facilities who can't see their family. But AOC can give you the double thumbs up and, and, mm-hmm. and tweet or, or send a message to her 8.2 million Instagram followers that the vaccine is safe. And we're supposed to think that's noble. That's I'm not, cool. getting
3: it. I'm not. I, I saw it, Jerry. I'm not. I saw Marco Rubio and her get it. I'm still. I'm not getting it because you know why? I don't. I'm not scared of coronavirus. You're, you're, how old are you? I'm 38. You, you shouldn't. I mean, she's 31. She's. Yeah. She, I mean, I'm not scared of coronavirus. Like, so why would I get? I don't get vaccines for the cold, right? Like, I'm not the least bit scared of getting coronavirus, and if you want to get it to protect yourself, go for it. But I don't, it's, it's just literally a waste of my time. Like I'm going to take time out of my day to go get a vaccine for what, to prevent myself from getting
1: COVID. Oh no! Can you help me with this? I obviously I've I've asked this about masks. If you're wearing a mask, why do you care if I'm wearing a mask? If you're protected, what's it matter to you, whether I do it. And, and I, 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 No, Jerry, there's
3: a meme. There's a meme that they pass around, and they show two people, one without a mask, and the other with a mask, and they say 65%, and then they put them both on, and it's 5%. You didn't see the meme, Jerry? You learned the meme now.
1: I've moved on from that. Now I want to know is if you get the vaccine, why is it so important to you if I get it? Why do we have talk of mandatory vaccines? Um, We we say that about measles or whatever, uh, smallpox for children. But children aren't susceptible to this. They don't get the virus very often and they don't give it, And as, which is why schools should have never closed in the first place. The idea that some schools are still closed. All schools are closed. What schools are open? It's so bizarre. They're, uh, down south, they're all open. Are you kidding? Florida, they're all open. Um, the idea that schools are still closed is so insane and so wrong and so obscene the, the teachers' union has that kind of control that they can shut down schools, keep them closed. Okay, when t-
3: blame it on the teachers' union, Jerry, and I, I, I shit on the teachers' oh, it's
1: union. it's all their fault. Well, it's the fault. You're right. It's the fault of the politicians. Cowards like Joe it's Biden. Your local school board and your
3: local health right. department, they're more to blame because ultimately the teachers' union doesn't vote whether or not
1: we're going to have school. Your local school committee yes, does. They, do. they, they vote whether they're going to go back. But you're right. But the t- you're right. You're right. Right. The teachers union—they're a bunch of liars, and 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 they they say right. they're concerned about the health of their members when they know that that's not it's not a big risk, especially if they're you know. But it's your school board's job to
3: stand up to the teachers' union. They are supposed to be the adversary to the teachers' union. They they bargain the contracts with them. They are supposed to be on the opposite end, and they're supposed to meet in the middle somewhere. Instead, they are just bowing down to them. So this is why it's really – everybody votes in the Donald Trump elections. But in your local municipal elections, you'll see 15% turnout because nobody cares who's on your school committee in your town. You probably couldn't even name the people. And guess what? It's affecting you for the first time in your life. So vote in local elections. It affects you a lot more than whoever the hell the president is i hate
1: to say it did you see the uh, meeting it was a school committee meeting in falls church um, i did and yeah. they had uh, there was a bunch of people on it i don't know how big the school committee is but there was like you know 15 and, and and maybe 20 people and they were all crazy radicals and schools are closed kids are at home in front of their screens or they're you know doing drugs or Drinking or whatever, getting getting you know beaten up by their abusive you know stepfathers or whatever. They're home. They're not going to school. The meeting was all about taking the name off of uh, Thomas Jefferson High and George Mason uh, elementaries, taking the names of Thomas Jefferson and George Mason off schools, and it was unanimous. There was no disagreement. They all just said yes. Uh, you know this is what we have to do. And then and they go, wait a second you kids aren't even in school and and you're taking the names off the, off the, off the schools. Why would that even matter? There's nobody in the damn school right now, but that's the kind of insane people who are on the school boards. And you're right. People have got to, uh, got to vote and got to wake up and got to see what, got to see these people, the true colors of these people. They're radicals in many of these places. And again, teachers unions are, Completely corrupt, they are lying to people saying no, it wouldn't be safe to go back to schools. By the way, Joe Biden, and I've said this before, he wants people back in schools yet, but he says we need more money. It costs money to open the schools. I thought it just took like a key, you know, maybe they turn the heat on and, and let everyone go more it, money. The thing about the teachers' unions, here is
3: they have no power, like they. I was in one. There's no power in a teachers' union. It's it's easy to steamroll a teachers' union. You just tell them we're going back to school, and you know what they're going to do, Jerry? They're all going to go back. They're not like cops. They're not like people that are going to like put up a big. Remember when we got rid of flat? We got rid of um like about ten years ago. When I think Deval Patrick was governor, they he passed a new thing where uh, cops don't have to do the details anymore. There was like mass revolt. We were going to bring in flagmen. There was mass revolt around police departments. They like I... literally made sure that they diverted people in the wrong way just a mess with people a little bit. That's what cops do because they have a real union. Teachers union you can they're all talk. You can just push them around. They'll do whatever you Yeah, want. I mean, you don't know
1: that. You don't know. I mean, that's there's all They th- got,
3: no thugs. Mm-hmm. They got no thugs. You need thugs okay. to be a union. Yeah, what what, do do you they think- have? Mary, you have some chick from Concord named Mary. See, I, oh, She's well,
1: a can, well, But you're talking about whatever your own local you I'm talking about Chicago, Los Angeles, New York. We're talking big city police unions who are I mean, a uh, teachers unions who are refusing to go to work, but I wanna, work the
3: But Chicago teachers union. It's the same thing, Jerry. It's a bunch of frail old women. These aren't real unions. You can push them around.
1: Okay. I don't care. I don't want to get into that right now. I want to get back to the vaccine because turtle okay. boys, not taking it. And I'm glad to hear you're, you don't think it's some kind of mind control thing that the the, the vaccine is going to turn us all you know some kind of uh conspiracy
4: no,
3: I'm not i'm not q right. <laughs> and Yang tweeted this weekend is freaking insane about how we should get should there be chips for the vaccine yes. that's coming and,
1: and and they want obviously you have to continue to wear a mask after you get vaccinated because um i don't know why but you have to continue to wear masks and um, there were some people, uh, obviously this is full-time panic porn on CNN and MSNBC. they want you to have some sign on your mask that shows that you get vaccinated like a V <laughs> you know And I'm thinking, why not like gold stars you just put like a gold star on your jacket um, you know, or we'll put a, a letter a tattoo letter on I mean it is insane, you're right. Andrew yang and people like Shattuck think Andrew yang is is awesome because he is he's because he's weird. But he wants there to be a way to identify people who've been vaccinated, like identify them, and uh, and, and and that way you'll. By the way, you'll know who got vaccinated, can who I, didn't. Can I read the tweet. It says,
3: uh, "Is there a way for someone to easily show that they've been vaccinated, like a barcode they can download to their phone? There ought to be." <laughs> <laughs> like this is it? You're gonna go around? Uh, can I? Can you show me your barcode, sir, before you come in here to make sure that you're vaccinated?
1: That's insane. We are That's- gonna be. We're gonna be talking about this year and the effects it's had on people for the rest of our lives, at least the rest of my life, and and it is frightening. But I want to get back to AOC and Ed Markey and Liz Warren and Marco Rubio. And the doing. rest of these self-serving hacks who wanted not only they want to be in the front of the line and get the vaccine but they wanted credit for it. They wanted credit for it. Look at me. I'm showing everyone it's safe. Well, how about you? If any of them had any dignity, any self-respect, they would have stood up in front of the cameras and said, I'm not getting the vaccine because that vaccine that's in that needle right there could go to a world war II vet. They could go to some grandmother who hasn't seen her grandchildren in 10 months. It could go to somebody who's actually at risk why the hell is a 31 year old
3: good point wouldn't it be better if AOC had just brought in some elderly people from her district and had them get vaccinated on camera? Would't that have been just as effective? Yeah I, I, mean, I can see
2: using her social media following to drive you know some kind of narrative around this right yeah, like,
3: saying, no, like, why, use- not, why not use her social media? to have herself overseeing more vulnerable people get the vaccine.
1: I'm with you. It was an opportunity. Obviously, you know, it's again, self-serving, but you could say, I'm not doing it yet. I'm going to, I'm not afraid of it, but there are so many people who are more in need, more desperately in need of this, this medicine. And, and if they get it today, you could say, what a great Christmas gift for this, you know, guy who fought at the Battle of the Bulge, and his name is Jim. And look at him, the guy in my district, and he's getting it. And isn't that a wonderful thing? They're showing some, you know, there's some video of of senior citizens in nursing homes. Obviously, I mean, if you're in New York, it's a split screen, so Andrew Cuomo could take credit for it. But there are video, there are senior citizens getting the the vaccine but they're waiting until after AOC and Ed Markey and and Marco Rubio get it, which is utter madness. And I don't know why that doesn't, infuriate everybody.
2: But you you tweeted out an article, uh, was that last night or over the weekend, about Sununu saying, this is absolutely ridiculous. Like, that would be fantastic if they offered Sununu the vaccine and he said, nope, I am way in the back of the line here. Like, somebody should go out and be that guy today. That's the
1: governor of New Hampshire who who said the
2: right
3: things. Every one of those vials that is being used for a congressman and senator that has been doing nothing and that hasn't been on the front lines is another vial of vaccine that isn't going to a nurse or to a resident into a long-term care facility. Yeah.
1: And again, I don't even care if you mean it. You're talking about optics here, and they're pretending it's a good optic to have a 31-year-old thin, healthy woman getting a vaccine for something that wouldn't affect her at all. I mean, even if she got the virus, she would barely, I mean, she might not even know it. And if she knew it, it would be the flu, and she'd be fine. It's not a threat to her. So why is it a good optic? If a 31-year-old person who is at no risk at all is getting the vaccine ahead of somebody who will die. I mean, let's be honest. We're talking about time. There will, there are people who will die as a result of these, these hacks in Washington getting the vaccine before others. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know the number. It might be one person, but someone will die because they couldn't get vaccinated because they were busy vaccinating AOC and Marco Rubio. You think so? I mean, yeah. I, well, I mean, it's, it's common sense. That's I'm not I saying. Think
3: argue, I think. Okay, be, I'll do. Be Reamer from uh, Jerry. If AOC can inspire, she has a huge influence on social media. If she can inspire just ten people to go out and do it, they could potentially save
1: lives, Jerry. So think about that. Okay, good point, Reamer. So here's another way. 2020 has thrown us for a loop. The holidays. Lots of your go-to gifts you used to get every year. Those are non-starters this year. You can't get someone, you know, concert tickets or get them a gym membership and don't even think about a, a bicycle or a, or a kayak. These things are, like, sold out. You can't get them. Well, after everything that's happened this year, I got an idea for you. I got something I'm going to get everyone on my list. Yes, Raycon wireless earbuds. That is the silver bullet gift idea. I got Raycons, and I got to tell you, I love them. I use them every day. I go for my my walks with my dog. I go for my runs. I charge up my Raycons and listen to my podcasts. And I can't tell you how much I I love my Raycoms, Raycons. Raycons with seamless Bluetooth pairing and comfortable noise-isolating fit. You can start listening right out of the box, and you'll keep listening for hours. I guarantee it. The audio quality is amazing. It's comparable to those really, really expensive uh Earbuds, headphones, you don't need those. You need Raycons. They're like half the price. Uh, You can use them for your music, your phone calls, your podcasts. You can use them at work. You can use them at the gym if the gym's still open. Or you can use them at your home gym. You already have a pair of uh, earbuds. Get another one. You always need a spare. I, I got two pair. And I use them both. Trust me. Raycons are being generous for the holidays. So on top of their everyday great prices, they're offering my listeners 15% off right now. Go to buyraycon.com slash Callahan today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash Callahan. Buyraycon. R-A-Y-C-O-N dot com slash Callahan. Let's get to this because I mentioned her sending out this message to her 8 million Instagram followers, and you know how important the vaccine is. You tell me, uh, you're on the fence. Just pretend you're on the fence here, uh, Turtle Boy, that you're considering the the vaccine. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, I'll get it. I'm not one of these weirdos that you know thinks that you know I don't trust the government or whatever. But I'll wait my turn, and I'll you know wait till all the people in the assisted living facility around the corner from my house that haven't left their rooms in 10 months. I'll wait till they go and then I'll get my turn. But I'm I'm not a big uh, science guy, you know, and um, AOC is. She understands what a vaccine is and how it works. So I will defer to her and she will explain to you, Turtle Boy, and to me what a vaccine is and why we should get it. Let's hear from uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez
4: you COVID it gives you basically the COVID blueprint so that your body learns how to fight it so how does that work well you know you ever see like these COVID spikes like the little photos of COVID and it's like this little cell with all these spikes around it um, those little spikes are how COVID gets into your body and kind of infiltrates your system it's the spike that's really dangerous so when COVID cells are replicating themselves, um, they have to follow instructions, and the instructions are coded into the cell's mRNA, and that's what tells a COVID cell to split up and become another COVID cell and get a spike.
2: She's got two more minutes of that. I mean, it's just, I don't, I don't know why her followers need to hear that nonsense.
1: that That's what a vaccine is. Did you know that, Turtle yeah. Boy? Yeah, I mean, if she was my teacher, I would literally kill
3: myself. I couldn't hear, she talks like she's like, she thinks she's like a science teacher or something. If I had to hear that voice all day, I would go insane. that the, the TV snoring TV. dog is getting more
2: publicity than the freaking actual content that she's trying. Does
3: the, does the snoring, the
1: dog actually appear on camera?
2: The dog? Yes, yes I have the dog. You wanna see the dog?
4: Also, that random snoring that you might've heard is this guy. So that's what that is. <laughs>
1: Figures. Okay. French bulldog, they're everywhere. And the, you know, the beautiful people love their French bulldogs. And they they they're they're like accessories, you know, they're props. Look at me. I have a French Bulldog. So the Bulldog was snoring when we were getting that uh, lesson in vaccines from AOC. Yes. Um, proud BU economics grad and absolute dummy. She <laughs> she she got the vaccine and does she realize how how unaffected she would be by, by coronavirus? No, I think she's never thought about that. I don't think she follows
3: uh, Jordan Shackle on Twitter, Jerry. I don't, I don't think, uh, or she reads anything that's outside of her own bubble. In her mind, probably, you get coronavirus, you're dead. die, right.
1: You yeah. die. That's, you know, that's so right. When you think about her as an example, she's the worst example because she probably believes all the uh, misinformation that we've heard or been told for for, for 10 months that, you know, if she gets the virus, she'll die. If She wears a mask, she'll live, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, so she did that. How long was that, that video, by the way, Dave, because it just goes back She babbles on and on about what a vaccine is.
2: That was about a two minute and 35 second uh, Instagram story. Yeah. It was pretty long
1: Instagram story. Well, I don't know. I was on the fence, but now I'm in because, you know, she convinced me and uh, i good to know that she's safe. And by the way, I don't care if it's Democrats. Obviously, Liz Warren and Ed Markey got the vaccine, I think, on Friday. And I tweeted out the, the two least essential people on the planet. Um, these the, 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 the idea that Ed Markey, and I realize he's old, but Ed Markey should be ahead of anybody. Think of all the cops and firemen and grocery store workers and mailmen. Who are who had never missed work uh, or have never, you know, shut down? They have to wait while Ed Markey gets a frigging injection. You're right. He is probably the least essential
3: person in the United States Senate. Like he, <laughs> uh, he can't even get things done on his own side. He's the one that co-sponsored the Green New Deal and then voted against it. Fifty-seven years, <laughs> like, like he couldn't get a single vote for his. For, I mean, talk about. Effect, like, completely useless. He's not even useful for liberals. What so, what did he do?
1: I, I, I think of that every time I go to, like, CVS or go to, you know, Star Market. I'm thinking these people showed up. They, they didn't say, oh, I can't go to work. And some of them are, you know, older and some of them are overweight. And they're risky. It's a risk. And they show up at work and they have to wait for Ed Markey. It's just so bizarre. Why aren't people... Uh, I rate about this is it all just politics is <laughs> that that all- why are people irate that their
3: schools aren't open why aren't people no. uh, irate that they literally shut down a ten, twenty 20 trillion dollar economy for 10 months because of a virus with a 99.9 percent why aren't people upset about that because they're stupid we deserve this we're a horrible country filled with horrible people and event- one good thing about this is it has increase the need for a healthy divorce like we don't have to fight we don't have to go to war but clearly we are this bridge can never be divided if half the country believes that we can just shut everything down forever like that's a problem i don't want to live in the same country as. Those it,
1: is, it is remarkably um, discouraging you know like i've talked about this the other day i talked about it with my man buck sexton the other day and the level of compliance The level of submission is scary. When you think of people who just say, oh, you know, shut the schools. Okay, we'll be safe. Shut the restaurants, ruin businesses, destroy, voluntarily destroy the economy, the economy, the greatest economy in the world, voluntarily destroy it for a disease that has 99.8% survival rate is so insane and so bizarre on its face that when we look back 20, 30, 50 years People aren't going to believe what we did. They're not going to believe the things we. They shut down schools, and the these more kids are dying from suicide than from coronavirus. Yes, <laughs> people and, are like, yeah, but we got to be safe. Let's be safe. And they're, you know, doing it all over the place. They're doing it in in Europe and England. They're like not letting people leave London now. <laughs>
3: and every study you've seen from this has shown like in schools that uh, minority children are disproportionately suffering from this. So it's hurting the poor. It's hurting minorities. It is uh failure rates are off the charts in some of these schools. And if I'm a parent of a kid who's like struggling, how do you not how do you accept that? Like my kids failing. How do you not sue? Like my kid would not be failing if he was in school and actually had a teacher because he's shy and he's unlikely to, you know, stand. I mean, I I had kids like that in class that are like a lot of kids just like to blend in. And when you're on them, when you have them in class, Jerry, you can see who's not, you know, who's not paying attention. You know, who's not listening to you. You can walk down the row, tap on their desk and get on them about that. Wake them up, do something. You can't do that in the Zoom. So these kids that are likely to get lost will get more lost with remote learning.
1: And how about special needs kids? I'm I to mean, I talk about this all the time. That you hear or read about these families with special needs kids who are incapable of doing remote learning, who don't, you know, aren't going to sit. It's like uh, asking them to sit in front of a, a screen for three, four hours. It's not working. It's not working for these families, and they're going through hell. And it's just because of you know, cow- as you point out, cowardly politicians and dishonest teachers unions that these schools are uh, uh, remaining closed. And, and some people aren't upset about it at all. They just say, well, it's better safe than sorry. It's like when you see the approval ratings of tyrants like Charlie Baker, who, by the way, makes every day makes up another story about uh, pretend friends who have the virus. That's his thing. As uh, as Howie Carr has pointed out, every day he's telling stories about, you know, how it's, it's personally affecting him. Because it's you know he's got friends who are getting the disease and some are dying and you know he's just making it up because that's what no he does. He knows know, he of ours. I want to mention one more thing about AOC, which is uh, the good. If you're a if you're not a complete lunatic liberal like radical socialist, this is good news for you. She lost a seat on the Energy and Commerce Committee, which she was hoping to get on, so she could you know push the Green New Deal. They had a vote. Kathleen Rice, another New York Congressman, Congresswoman, beat her forty-six to thirteen in the vote. The people in Congress don't like AOC. They, I mean, she's the biggest star there, but they don't like her. And uh, like Nancy Pelosi said, "There's like four of them, Jerry."
3: Right. There's like four of them. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what she thinks of you. There's like four of them.
1: I'm I'm uh, represented by one Ayanna Presley, Ringo, the least uh, renowned of the squad, who is just the worst. But and I think she's trying to. You know, uh, raise her profile and get even crazier. But you mentioned the insanity that people aren't, or the things that people aren't getting upset about, like schools closing. How about this new uh, stimulus bill that they voted on finally, and they're giving people six hundred dollars, six, and and all you need to know about this this thing is, um, it is. I think the number is twenty percent of the money. I'll get the number. Twenty um, percent of the the complete, the the total is going to people in these $600 payments. So where's the other 80% going? As once again, last time we had the stimulus bill, whatever that was eight months ago, it was the Kennedy center, right? And Harvard and Princeton and all these special interests, the Kennedy, whatever the Institute where they have like opera ballet. Now 82 billion of the stimulus package is going to colleges and universities. And I was tweeting about this last night going is there a less deserving place for this money to go than yeah. colleges and universities? Who yeah, are they don't have fresh, enough money. They don't have enough money. They are flush with cash, first of all. And secondly, they haven't even done their they and we know they're like people are paying the full tuition and not even going to classes and they're canceling everything and yet they're they're uh, the money's still pouring in. And yet, we, some people decided to include colleges and universities in this stimulus package and give people $600. So, if you have a restaurant that's about to go under, or a small business, uh, a gym, or whatever, you're going to get $600 from uh, Big Daddy government. And the college down the street, which is expanding and building new labs and libraries and dorms, and it, it, they're going to get 82 million, 82 billion. So, I was actually—I
2: was just going to ask you—they haven't even announced what potential relief
1: there'll be for restaurants, right? They—they they haven't even said that yet. I don't think. Well, I, I think of restaurant. You know, the six hundred bucks that people get. If you're a, you know, a waitress, a waiter, or a bartender just hanging on, or a manager, is this going to help you? Like, say, oh, good, I'll stay. I'll wait for them to open up. They're going to be gone. Every waitress and bartender is already working at Amazon. <laughs> you know, they've already—they've already given up. Don't you think? I would assume so at this point, wouldn't you? I mean, you can't make much in tips
3: anymore if the restaurant is a quarter filled. Uh, And by the way, if you're going to go out to a restaurant, I've seen some people complain about this. Like uh, a lot of restaurants are now adding like PPE taxes to their bills. And I've seen some people complain about this. Like it just shows up as like $4 extra. And they're like, what's this all about? I'm sorry, guys. If you're going out to restaurants, at this point don't be mad at the restaurant owners because they're charging you an extra tax to make ends meet you're going out during this you should be happy i'll graciously pay a four dollar tax to be able to go out to eat stop blaming it on the restaurants they're doing it blame your governor and your local government who has crippled these people to the point where they have no choice but to charge you a four dollar tax to eat at the restaurant
1: here's here's the number nine hundred billion and you get six hundred dollar checks to people uh um, it includes 284 billion for small business aid um, that means like tb12 and, and Harvard will continue to get some money and <clears throat> 82 billion for schools and colleges unknown amount for climate change <laughs> uh, the amount the the total that goes in those 600 uh, dollar checks is 200 billion so the the package is 900 billion and the the total of the $600 individual payments is 200, 220, that's 22% goes to people. The rest goes to, and some, the small business, which is wonderful, 82 billion to schools and colleges and an unknown amount to climate change. You know, this is a racket scheme. You know, this is nothing on the level Then nothing is ever on the level. It is amazing. And now you get Congress people who never missed a day of, of, you know, never missed a paycheck. Uh, never missed a you know uh, the day without benefits. These these pigs turn around like you know Nancy Pelosi saying we finally we finally uh, get the uh, pass the bill for the people. They get six hundred dollars. You know what? That wouldn't even buy you an entree at French Laundry, where uh, where Gavin Newsom went. That's probably about what it cost for Nancy Pelosi to get her hair done when she shut down all the salons or get her face done when she, oh,
2: uh, uh, by the way, did you see that headline over the weekend? Uh, the French laundry received 17 times yeah, more right. TV than the average restaurant in San Francisco.
1: It is unbelievable. The French laundry got uh, like two and a half million dollars taxpayer money. It's so friggin' obscene, but, uh, you know, it's what we voted for. It's what we, you know, it's what we get. It's, it's such a disturbing time. And, and by the way, did you see what Dr. Burks did. She got caught. That that phony, the scarf lady. Yeah. She went. Uh, she told everyone to stay home for Thanksgiving. She went to her one of her vacation homes in Delaware. One of her vacation homes. A career bureaucrat has multiple vacation homes. With three generations, children, grandchildren, grandparents, all went to to cry, <clears throat> to Delaware for vacation right after telling you you must stay home. So anybody who stays home for Christmas because a politician or a bureaucrat told them to, I have uh, no sympathy. Go do, do whatever you want for Christmas. I mean, you can't, you can't go to a restaurant or can't go to a, go to church, but you can certainly visit your relatives. We had to
3: get uh, we had to get a uh, appointment at church, Jerry, for Christmas day. We already made, our family made it. We you got made it. your appointment? You have to, you have, it's by appointment only. You have to get a reservation
1: for church. Wow. What are the- five masses instead of two. So what time did you get? What did you get? Midnight mass? What time did you get?
3: I got four o'clock and uh we got our reservations on Christmas Eve. I So we got a big group 13. I don't know if they're going to
1: separate us. Wow. You have 13. That's against the law. You shouldn't admit that on, on the show here. I mean,
2: they can't sing. Right. Can't, they can't sing. Right. Oh God. No. God. No. Yeah. God. No, I mean, I, what, are you, what, what are you doing, doing you there? You just, like, why don't yeah, you just all you get like, on a Zoom and screen share something on YouTube?
3: Like what's the the uh the host the body of christ comes in a brown paper bag you pick it up on the way out with no. a shot of the wine the shot of the blood and uh you just have a good time and there's no contact with the priests luckily for you know the young boys of the boston diocese but
1: one thing I think would be great is that you don't long, no longer have to shake hands. Like, you don't have to worry. Do I turn around? Do I shake hands with the guy? Behind me? Like, do I do I,
3: is he I, You're right here, so I guess I'll do you. What about you in front of me? You you know,
1: wonder, it, and the person in front of you said, Don't turn around, please. I don't want to shake your hand. But you don't do any of that. And Dave's right. You can't sing. Singing is deadly. I've heard that. Dr. Burke said so. So you just like hum "Joy to the World" at the end of the mass, right? Like a big up. There was a big piece on it on the, in
2: the New York Times, like how churches are surviving without being able to sing right now.
1: Get ready, you're gonna, you're gonna hum, hum your Christmas carols as you leave church. Um, but you know, that's the way it is. Um, you, you, did you get your kids guns? I hope toy guns. Uh, that's blue, Nerf guns, correct? Nerf guns, excellent. We don't have that communist Santa. I bet you the Nerf gun sales went through the roof, but uh, I'm going to mention Shea concrete. And then one or two more things before I let, uh, before we wrap this sucker up, we're still on Facebook live. If you want to comment or watch not for long, though, get ready, not for long. I want to mention this about Shea concrete. First of all, they can do the. How about this for Christmas? A a, a precast concrete building. They can build you a building. Shea concrete has buildings. They have buildings. They've, They partner with Easy Set Worldwide and they manufacture precast concrete buildings for multiple applications in a variety of sizes. Shay's been manufacturing precast buildings for over 17 years and no one does it better. Precast concrete buildings provide the most durable and long lasting option compared to other modular building applications such as metal wood masonry. Shay Concrete manufactures, delivers, and installs these engineered precast concrete buildings as a true turnkey provider from initial handshake through the final installation support with a focus on cost efficiency and quality control. Each of their precast concrete buildings are preassembled at their factory and typically delivered and installed in one piece by their experts. Uh, You know what makes them uh, better than other buildings that they can, uh, they can build them in the worst of weather because they do it indoors. That's unlike other, you know, wood, metal—they do it indoors, in, the, in their big plants. They build your building. This increases productivity, lowers cost, and gives the customer a legitimate time frame of when the building will be placed on site. To learn more, simply go to com or call them up and ask for Frank or Mike. These are the experts in these buildings. They'll tell you what you need. They can tell you what sizes they can build. It's the answer. You need a building? Go for a precast concrete building. Call them today. Or just log on to shakeconcrete.com. Learn all about their precast buildings. Uh, All right. um, I know Turtle Boy does not care about this because, you know, he hates golf. He hates golf. Well, I don't hate golf. I love golf. But you know what? what I do hate Charlie Woods. I hate Charlie Woods. Go off. I hate 11-year-olds who are better than I I am, you know, that, that would absolutely embarrass me. And Charlie Woods is going to be spectacular. He's already got the, he's got the game, and he's already cocky, and he's learning from the best, his father. And I realize, you know, Tiger's probably not the best father, but he's probably a damn good um, coach and good example for uh, this kid on the golf course. You know what I wondered watching this? though? did you see any of it, Colin? Because I, yeah, know- I did. I watched a ton of it. Yeah. It's not fair, is it? I mean, Tiger has his partner's eleven year old kid Justin Thomas's partner is like a a his father who's a really good golfer and a golf coach teacher who taught justin so so the if the pro is the kid and the father's a good golfer. Don't they have a real big advantage of an 11-year-old, even if it's Tiger's kid? I don't think I don't
2: think winning this is actually the purpose of the entire thing. I think it's just to go out, have fun, show it on TV. I, I think, yes, it's an advantage, but I don't think it's that. I mean, uh, I
1: hate all the kids. When you see the kids come out, who's the one with a uh pony? There's so many clips already from this that they're just going to love. Yeah. <laughs> I hate the kids. <laughs> I hate the my theory my theory on golf, Turtle, but I don't know if I've ever shared it with you, is you should be just like alcohol you should have to be 21 to play then you should be no kids on the golf course they just get in the way when i see a kid on the golf course i say that kid should be like home like climbing a tree or you know playing street hockey that's why golfing bother you i don't get it because they get in the way i
3: just explained yeah they're
2: they're slow and they you know they they
1: you know elderly people golf too right that's okay. okay you know why because that's all they got when you get to be my age, all you got is golf, right? You're fast These kids you're fast. could be playing street hockey. They could be playing basketball or f- touch football or or tackle football. They could be doing things that kids are supposed to do. The first part that comes to mind is nimble, Jerry.
3: You're very, like you get out there. You're you're real quick. What are you talking about? Eighty year old people slow you down more than
1: anything. Okay, I I I'm. They just, do. They've I'm earned talking, their way. talking weight to this weight. wall right here. Yeah. Okay, eighty year old people don't have a choice. All they can play is golf. Eleven-year-olds can do anything. They could play. They got baseball, bridge, football, floor, yeah. uh, street hockey. They could climb trees. They could play. T- they could play army. That's what they're supposed to be doing. Jerry, like, old people, eighty-year-olds, playing army. To- Jared, eighty-year-olds are supposed to stand in the
3: YMCA locker room naked for eight <laughs> hours a day, <laughs> talking about local politics, right. cover can- themselves in baby powder. That's what the elderly are supposed to do, not golf.
1: They could do that too. You're right. They could. A towel. A towel. I tell. They just put a towel on. I tell people this all the time. Um, when I was like in high school, I don't know what it was like for you, but we used to make fun of the golfers and the cross country runners. Hey, you know? And now know. that's all I can do. I run and I golf. And those guys that we made fun of are laughing at me. Cause they're kicking my ass in those two sports. You're like you're a runner. People like you, you probably took some abuse from uh, like the football players made fun of the cross country runners. Well, now the cross-country runners are kicking the football player's ass in these 5Ks, which, you know, someday we'll get to do them again. Or in golf, you made fun of the golfers, and now those same people are kicking my ass and laughing at me. So it's come full circle. I just think, you know, Charlie Woods over the weekend, instead of – has a guy caddying for him. He's 11 years old, and he's got a caddy. And I'm I'm thinking – you know how spoiled can you get? He's all—he's already run won a couple of tournaments, by the way. He is a force to be reckoned with, and again, I
2: actually think too the biggest takeaway I had from that from the weekend just learning like the fact that Tiger Woods is your father sets you up for complete failure and for you to be a absolute like junkie of a human individual growing up. But his relationship, like Justin Thomas, is basically his mentor and a family-like figure. Right. If he stays, if that stays, this kid could be an absolute juggernaut.
1: I'm, I'm only kidding, obviously, about hating him. It was it was great to watch. Tiger has completely rehabilitated himself, his image, and I'm okay with that because he paid a big price. He was a laughing stock for a long time. People know what kind of degenerate he was. You can't look at him even to this day without thinking of the Perkins waitress that he was banging in the parking lot. He, was, he hit rock bottom, and the whole world got to see it. I don't feel like he got away with anything, you know. Everyone knows he was a terrible husband, a terrible father for a while, and he's and he's in the public eye. He's done everything he could to rehabilitate himself. Hell, he even has a girlfriend who's not exactly a PGA tour wife, if you know what I mean. Not exactly yeah. Pauline uh, Mageski, just a plain Jane type, which is nice. I never, I haven't seen her. And she's real small. It's probably true love, but I'll probably be loyal to her then. And, uh, right, right. and I think he looks, he appears to be a good father. Now he obviously wasn't back then, but he appears to be a good father now. And it was nice to see the two of them have that moment, even though they had no chance to win. <laughs> None. There's too many good golfers with, you know, adult sons who are good, you know, really good golfers or, or fathers in Justin Thomas's case, who are really good golfers, but he'll be back next year. This was their first time trying it. It'll be twelve, and then it'll be thirteen. I'm pretty sure, and then it'll be fourteen. When he's like eighteen, and Tiger is fifty, they're gonna be unstoppable.
2: But, he, first of all, though, Tiger didn't do shit to repair his image. He just showed up, and he's the he was the only entertaining, you know, factor on the tour.
1: You know what well, I mean? He, but he's always he has to do the press conferences and the interviews. Like he doesn't shy away from them, and he doesn't hide. It's impossible to hide, you know, on the course. But off the course, can I time out? What was wrong with Tiger Woods' image? Well, you knew what kind of the, what kind of degenerate he was. You found well, out well, that well, he was well, going, well, he was literally going to Perkins with his wife and being waited on by the woman that he was occasionally banging in the car in the parking lot. After, Jerry. they're all doing it. That's
3: surprising. A professional athlete cheats on his wife. Like, you have to repair that image. I don't get it. He, he,
1: wasn't he wasn't like, a, he's not a, he's not a, he's a story. Like a global, a global yeah. phenom got he, caught doing all that. And he was doing videos with his wife and kids saying how they're boring. They just like to stay home and watch movies and eat popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then you heard the whole story.
3: And he have to, like, rehab his image after he got caught cheating on Iggy Azalea. I mean, who
1: cares? Why do you need
3: to repair your image? Here's,
1: here's why it was nice to see because Tiger Woods is the greatest golfer ever. Just an incredible, incredible competitor. He had terrible parents. If you've read anything about this, this family, his parents were terrible people. They, they would, I mean, the, the, uh, unauthorized biography that came out two years ago, I believe, um, was great. It was, it's a great read. Even if you don't like golf, it's a great read because it told you, uh, it brought the complete picture of Tiger good and bad. I mean, it was a balanced picture And his parents came out looking the worst because they would like have a coach when he was young, when he was like Charlie's age, he'd have a teacher, a golf coach, and the guy would be great for him. And they would stiff him. They wouldn't even pay him. They'd say, "Uh, he's lucky we let him coach our son. They would stiff people left and right. Tiger had a girlfriend and they didn't approve of it in Stanford. Apparently she was a very nice person. And he was afraid because they didn't approve of him having a girlfriend. They wanted him to focus on golf. They're just awful people his father and his father, and they drove him to be the greatest golfer ever, but they were not good parents. Tiger apparently, maybe he learned, maybe he's not going to make the same mistakes now that he that they made or that he made, and he appear, appeared to be having a great time with his son over the weekend. You should have watched it, Turtle Boy. I'll pass, thank you. For ball. more entertaining than the Patriots-Dolphins game, I can tell you that. There's other games besides the Patriots and Dolphins, Jerry. Of- Charlie Woods was better than, than Cam Newton. That's how bad Cam Newton was. An 11-year-old kid outperformed him this weekend. and uh, I was
3: better on the Turtle Boy live show this weekend than Cam Newton was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It is amazing. I've said this before, but when you're watching Red Zone, as you were and I was, The NFL has got one thing going for it. They got some great young QBs, some entertaining young quarterbacks like, you know, Kyler Murray put on a show through for 400 yards. And we, we know, you know, Josh Allen has been spectacular. And Patrick Mahomes, when he's done, will probably be, you know, the greatest ever if he can keep this up. And then you get the Patriots who have this broken down former MVP with funny hats and no hope for getting a, a, a guy in the draft. You know, it's just. These are going to be good for so long, Jerry. They're going to be no. good for so long. It's going to be a problem. But you got lucky, Turtle Boy, because the Jets don't even know how to suck right. And they're not getting Trevor Lawrence. They only have a 26% chance, according to, uh, I don't know, Nate Silver or somebody, whoever makes these. Odds—they have a 26% chance of giving getting Trevor Lawrence. The year
3: after Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl, the Patriots went nine and
1: seven. The Chiefs are about to go 15 and one. It, it is oh. remarkable. Oh, that, I know, and they—you know—they—they they get tested. Yesterday, that was a good game, good test, and they—you know—they're—he's <clears throat> too good. Mahomes is too good. He's got great weapons, great speed. It's—it's it's the other thing when you watch like the Patriots. Oh, team great instincts like he's
3: like for a young quarterback he knows when to get rid of the ball that's one of the hardest things to do in football is learn when to get rid of the ball how to avoid a sack that's what made Tom Brady's career so long is he knew when to get rid of the ball at the right time like people like Matt Ryan have never learned that and that's why they'll never take that next step Patrick Mahomes already has that at such a young age
1: that's a great point because I watched he had one run that was like 30 yards and I'm watching him am saying he could do that all the time if he wanted to but he knows it's 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 bad that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. He knows he, he, wants, knows he, he can't wants, afford to get popped and get hurt. So when he runs, you go, boy, he's pretty fast. You know, he's pretty elusive, but he's smart enough to know that's a bad idea. Like mm-hmm. some, I think Carla Murray's going to learn that he he runs all the time. And you're saying not the greatest move. If you want to last in this league. And And a guy like, you know, Baker Mayfield is learning that you don't run the ball. If you're quarterback, mm-hmm. you know, even even if there's open space you got to be careful because you want to last and and that's the other thing with Josh Allen he likes to run the ball he likes to get hit that's not a good that's not a good mindset for an NFL quarterback he's great I love watching him play and he's big and he's strong and he's tough as hell but it doesn't matter you can't you can only get hit so many times you're right who's the best quarterback in that draft
3: Jerry Josh Allen Lamar Jackson or Baker Mayfield that would be Josh Allen that would be now, I, would, I would think so too. I'd rather build my team around him than any of those guys.
1: I mean, and and he can just make any throw, and you know, once he gets smarter, he's gonna get better. He's
3: got, this- he's got he's he can he's a runner too, but he can get away with it because he's huge. He's like
1: Roethlisberger, like that size, you know. That's true. It's a good good comp. He's the best of those three. I don't know. Yes, I would say clearly franchise around. I would pick Josh Allen. I, like I said, he'll finish third in the MVP balloting. When I tweeted out that Trevor Lawrence would be the best quarterback in the in the AFCs for, you know, whatever, 15 years if the Jets got him. I'm, one after another, people saying, no, oh, Josh Allen, you know, is is in this division, you know. And I'm like, oh, he's great. But Trevor Lawrence is going to be better. Trevor Lawrence is going to be. It's not a guarantee, great. but it's likely. It's definitely likely. I mean, I know, of course, it's not guarantee. And maybe if he were to go to New York, they would screw him up the way they screwed up Yeah, the team. wrong coach could screw Can't you up but the white right, right weapons can screw you up a lot can go wrong but i'd still like to see him in new york just to see that'd be great great drama and love to see them try to bring dabo with them, which he wouldn't do but they would try because someone's going to get the chance to coach coach trevor and uh, apparently it's not going to be in new york at least not today but we'll see all right turtle boy tb daily news is the uh, website i know you're uh continuing to bust, bust, um, um, Corona bust the hypocrites. And the, oh, there was one, one story that went viral. And I said, this had to be you. Didn't you get mentioned over the weekend? Didn't you, one of your stories? Regina Raimondo story out of Rhode Island. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, you want to read about the, um, the Rhode Island governor, the hypocrite, another one of the hypocrites And, and they don't even, there's no shame. Like there's no apology, you got me kind of thing. It's like they rationalize it, they lie about it. It's also um did you have the Rhode Island uh, city councilman who had to resign after making fun of a transgender activist? Oh no, I didn't see that one. Yes, it's uh, the Blaze has it here. Um he he used the wrong pronouns. I'm sorry. He didn't he didn't um mock the transgender activist. He used the wrong pronouns. And now he's being forced to resign. And I'm for, I'm all for that. That's disgust. Disgraceful. That's disgusting. Uh, but he did it. Uh, he said he and the person identifies is a woman. So he had to get that right. Why don't you get on that Explain I'm all. That story? I'll look into that. All right, turtle boy. Thanks, man. We will talk. If we don't talk to you, have a nice Christmas, Merry Christmas. And uh, don't forget, get the kids guns, guns, real ones. <laughs> real real do. All right. Thanks, man. Um, by the way, we should get into this um, another day. Hempstead, New York, is offering a gun buyback program for toy guns. Toy guns. The of Hempstead, New York. They want <laughs> people to bring their toy guns to the police to, <laughs> to get. Do you know how many Nerf guns people have? Like, people I mean, have- I know. Think of that. Go through your cellar, grab yeah. a bunch of toy guns and cash in. That's what's going to happen. Sure. Why not? It's not, not going to help anything. It's just going to. Uh, allow some people to make some money but uh all right thanks to uh shea concrete now Live paving and dcu um uh, anyone else name
2: oh that's all a uh, few just another reminder so go subscribe on apple podcast i know i do it a lot but subscribe because uh facebook live is we don't know if it's long term but it is sort certainly going away in the short term
1: so go subscribe yes and we, will, we will have a big announcement we're going to be here for a couple more days this week um, and we'll have a big announcement. We'll get to that uh, tomorrow or Wednesday. Um, big big show announcement. and I mean a good one, not like we used to do on the radio piss people off. We'd uh, uh, I remember one day our producers said we had a big announcement to get to it whatever like nine o'clock on the uh, in, later in the show, and it was that we were gonna fly private to the Super Bowl. Yeah, people love that big announcement. We're gonna now, fly. were you a part of that planning? Of no, that? no, I was not. I'm like, what's the big announcement? We're gonna fly on a private chat. I'm like, oh boy, the <laughs> listeners are so happy to hear that. Or it'd be like, oh, we got uh, you know, one of the producers got a got to got a raise and be like, oh wow, but this is gonna be good for the show, good for us, good for you, good for everybody. Um, so stay tuned stay tuned that's all i could say gonna get we're gonna and we'll help
2: people too by the way because there we do have a ton of people who watch on facebook so we'll we'll get if you want to reach out to us message us on facebook message us on twitter wherever you need to we'll help you if you need help getting uh Getting access to the subscribe on whatever platform you potentially use. He yes. uses different things. So we'll help Cullinane. you out.
1: Colinane's not good for much, but he's good for this. He's good at this. So if you have reach out to him, he'll help you. By the way, you know what else we should do is read some of the reviews. Yes. So if people want to review on Apple. We'll read some good ones and bad ones. So if you give us a five side review, we'll read that. And even if you don't, because we need you to go there, we need you to subscribe. That's what this is all about. And we really, really appreciate it. All right, that's it. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we will do it again tomorrow. Why am I stopping?
2: No
5: one else stops. I don't. Can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast. Choose the browser that puts you first. Microsoft Edge empowers you to browse your way with fast performance, strong security, and innovation that matters. Whether you're shopping, searching, streaming, or just browsing, Microsoft Edge helps you save time, money, and peace of mind. With incredible speed and security, Microsoft Edge makes staying in the flow safer and simple by being tailored to how you manage your browsing and adapting to your preferences. Stay protected with built-in security features that scan and block potentially dangerous sites, check your saved passwords for breaches, and help generate stronger passwords anytime you make a new account. Microsoft Edge offers the highest rated protection against phishing and malware attacks on Windows 10. For younger users, Microsoft Edge also has Kids Mode, which offers a fun, tailored experience with added protection for web users ages 5 to 12. Save money with automatic coupon price comparison and price history tools. Make money for yourself or even your favorite causes with cashback and Microsoft rewards in Bing. Explore what awaits when you expect more from your browser with Microsoft Edge and raise your expectations for what the web can be. Microsoft edge security, speed and innovation built for you. Sports have a way of bringing us all together. And at sleeper, we developed a fantasy platform designed to make leagues more fun and personal sleeper includes an integrated chat and every feature you could want for your NFL, NBA, and even esport leagues. Plus it's completely free with no ads. See why millions have made Sleeper the fastest-growing fantasy platform. Download Sleeper on the App Store or Google Play today.